is a very special friend. He's charming and intelligent, understanding, and okay, it doesn't hurt that he looks like Denzel Washington. We talk or email several times a week when I'm in Taos, just to catch up on our news. Whenever I'm in a diner, we get together for a dinner or two. But there are two obstacles we both have to overcome before anything serious can ever develop between us. My husband and Nathan's wife. Sully had been on the force a few years when Nathan was assigned to his squad. The fact that Nathan was black seemed to rub some officers the wrong way. When Sully saw what was going on, he requested they become partners. And that, as they say, was the beginning of a beautiful friendship. But the friendship ended abruptly when Sully was killed. Survivor's guilt did a real number on Nathan. It took a few years, but he was coming out of it when his wife Terry died of cancer. I'd come to think of Terry as a very dear friend, and still miss her. The four of us would barbecue in the summer, go to the movies. We even spent a few vacations together. Maybe someday those two lovely ghosts will disappear, and the guilt will lift. But for now, Nathan and I are content to be just close friends. Nathan, I said anxiously. Hi. Katie, this is Rosie. I answered so quickly that I hadn't noticed the call was coming from Nathan's business number and not his private cell phone. Hi, Rosie, what's up? Can you talk? I glanced over my shoulder at Judy. Not really. Is something wrong? Call me back when you're alone. I'll tell you everything then, okay? Give me half an hour. Judy could see I was upset. Bad news? She asked as I put my phone away. I'm not sure, but I have to go back and make a call. It's personal. She must have seen the panic in my eyes. Go. I'll gather all your stuff up and bring it to your place later. That would be great, I said, and grabbed my tote bag. Thanks so much. As I hurried, my mind conjured up all sorts of scenarios that would have prompted Rosie to call me. None of them were good. And soon my pace went from rushed to frantic. After Nathan retired, he bought a security business from another police veteran who decided he'd had enough of Minnesota winters and moved to Florida. Knowing that he needed a staff, Nathan rounded up four people he referred to as his crew. Rosie, a nickname Nathan had given her because she reminded him of Rosie the Riveter, was a master locksmith and B&E expert. In her early 50s, she's one tough cookie. I had worked with her on an investigation last spring and came to respect her many talents. What could have happened that she and the rest of the crew couldn't handle on their own, I wondered. Over and over, my imagination played out horrific possibilities. No, I told myself, don't go there. Wait, wait to hear the facts. How easily I slipped back into the comfortable skin of a cop. Facts are hard and cold, no getting around them. But the flurry of hypotheses you have to work through to get to them is what wears a person down. Finally, I was at my front door. After catching my breath, I sat in a chair by the window and dialed. Katie, thank God. Guys! Rosie shouted. She's on the phone. I could hear voices in the background. I'm putting you on speaker. Who's there? I asked. Polly Brock and me. E.T.'s out installing an alarm system. I shouted a hello, and they responded in solemn tones. So what's going on? 
I asked. Are you guys okay? From the sound of it, they seemed to be trying to decide who should deliver their news to me. Then a male voice blurted out, Mr. Walker's gone. Brock, you couldn't have done that a little more delicate? Rosie asked. Brock was the muscle of the group, a huge man with a huge heart. Sorry. What do you mean, gone? I asked. My heart started beating in my ears. I tried ignoring the thumping and concentrated on what they were telling me. No one's seen him since Friday. That ain't like Mr. Walker, know what I mean? Brock said, and he was a no-show at work yesterday. Do you know what he did over the weekend? We don't have a clue, Polly chimed in. Did you go to the police? I asked. Well, Rosie started, first off, we're not sure how many days he's been gone. It ain't as though we socialize on the weekends. We all.